now tore my house up. And when I went to them Section 8 people, and I told them people, look, y'all got to, because the, the Section 8 come in there and, and they do inspections, right, every so often. So they came to my house and did an inspection. Talking about the front screen was messed up. The screen on the screen door was messed up. The screen on the window was messed up. When in the house, they picked out all kinds of stuff that was messed up. I said, now, I said, wait a minute now, hold on now. When y'all first uh, approved this house for Section 8, y'all came here and inspected this house, didn't y'all? They say, yeah. I said, y'all see any of this stuff all broken up in here? They say, no. I say, well then, why well, I got to fix it. They told them they need to, they, they need to fix it. Well, we're going to hold your Section 8 until you fix it. You're going to hold my Section 8 money for rent until I fix something that your tenants, that your people tore up. They say, you're right. We're going to hold your money until you fix these things. Let me tell you something. I fixed those things and I, and I got that girl out of my house and I ain't there with Section 8 since. Because see, those people don't take care of nothing. You give people some for free and they don't take care of because they have no skin in the game. But I can't really get mad at them because when you give people some for free, that's what they do. They abuse it because they have no vested interest in it. That's what I don't like about these mortgages right here. Right now, you can go on TV and you can get you a mortgage for 3%, sometimes 0%. That's crazy. People ain't going to peep, 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 peep. And as soon as somehow people going to default on a mortgage because you know what? They got no skin in the game. But see, that's the way, that's the way it is when you get people addicted to something free, whether it's welfare or tax-free interest or whatever it is. People ain't going to take care of it when you give them something to free. So now we got this welfare system and y'all spend, we spending billions and billions of dollars on a year. Now let me tell you something. The people who's all over on the welfare program, they don't, they don't have a concern or worry at all about fixing the system because the administration's folks is getting more money than they're giving out. If they're spending $8 billion on welfare, that means that at least, at, at least $5 billion is going to administration overhead costs. You got you got to keep the system going. That's why they that that's why they so quick for uh, get these programs because it ain't the people and people blame the people who own welfare, right? Yeah, they taking advantage of the system. But see, you got you you got people that's that's that 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 this in these administration free uh, in administration position who wants to keep this system going because they fleecing the company, they the, the, the system too. I mean, a little, little person on welfare, you may be giving them $1,000 a month. You may, you, you may be subsidizing on Section 8-day housing. You may give them a little food stamps. But let me tell you something. The administrator who's over the programs, they get paid double, triple that. So the little person on welfare, put it like this here. If, if the government giving them $5 for people on welfare, only $1 is going to help the people. $4 going to the administration fee. That's the way it goes. How people... Abuse the system, but yet what we do is we point at the little people that's on welfare, right? And, and, and living, and living in living in uh, uh, subpar housing, you know, subpar housing condition, and you get people who live in high on the hog in these nice houses, fancy communities. They talk people on welfare. You live in this, your suburban community or your condo high rise, and you talking about people on welfare. Them the ones who do fleece the they generation welfare. You talking about the people. But you won't go live where they live. They may be on welfare, but it's not, it's not like they live high on the hog. But you're talking about them. But yet, the ones you need to be talking about is the ones who over these systems, who giving these people crumbs to keep them in low-income areas. Now, I'm going to tell you like this here, too. Now, I'm going to tell you something. 
And I've seen this. I've seen this over and over again. I always say sometimes people, sometimes people bring their ghetto with them when they move. I've seen this over and over again. You can't take somebody who's been living in a, a messed up community and then give them a nice house in, in a nice community because, see, they don't know how to take care of nothing. That house is going to be looking like the house they, 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 they left in the rundown community. Like an old fella up the street up, up here. Got an old fella up the street. Right? Nice neighborhood that we live in. Everybody keep their grass cut. Everybody keep their grass cut. You know, everything like that. But he got one house up the street. This old black man. This sucker got a big old uh, pontoon boat in the front yard. He got three trucks broke down in the front yard. He's got a he, he's got a wood pit in the front yard. It like the sucker ain't got a backyard. Now all the houses is nice there, but he got his house is the only regular hood out house, and he have get together everybody in the front yard. Now if somebody come by and say something to him about that, then he gonna get mad and call somebody racist. Now, would you want to live? I know I would want to live next to that fool. All them houses next ne next to that fella. All them houses are nice, even across the street. But his house, it look, it, 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 it look like some out of the country. And him and his fellas be sitting there in the front yard, like everything fine. If you want to have a, you a, a, a little party going, you ask what your backyard for. But he's sitting out front like it's Beverly Hills. But see anybody say something to him, you know, everybody want to get mad and call him a racist. But so I would say people don't know how to take care of their communities. You don't take care of your community. So look, so I'm like that too, man. Let me say something. I had this I, I, I had this one house that I was living in at one time, right? And boy, that show made me mad. And the next door neighbor, the house was all fixed up pretty, right? I knew the guy who was working on the house. Fixed the house up pretty, right? He couldn't rent the house out to nobody that was working. So he rented the house to this old gallon section they had about four kids. Let me tell you something, in a matter of six months, that house was hugged out and run down. The house was infested with roaches and everything else. Because I remember going there with him one time after he finally got, 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 got them old trifling people out. Now, this girl came from the projects. They closed the projects down. Because, see, it, it, it was a marvelous thing. The projects, they had built in Pontiac, Michigan. i never forget it. They had originally built the projects next to a beautiful lake. And the projects at one time was nice. But then the projects turned into low income. And let me tell you something. The police were even scared to go in there. And I kept telling people, I said, let me tell you something, man. Them white folks ain't going to let them Negroes stay on that lake with no water. Because what happened was across from the projects, across the little lake, right, they start building a golf course. And I told them right there, and I said, see that golf course right there? They're not going to build no golf clubs down the people from Bluefield coming over here playing golf looking across the lake seeing that old nasty projects over there with them old fools hanging out doing nothing. You see, in them projects, it became Section 8 where them girls was getting paid none of them guys was in there laying up there doing what they doing, ain't paying no rent, and it just got bad over there. It was bad. Now, y'all may say, well, you talk about me. Let me tell you something. It was bad. It was bad. And there wasn't no way the folks was going to let the people come in there and play golf on the other side of that lake and look over there at them projects. And I told them, oh no, they can't shut the projects down. Where folks going to go at? I said, where are you going to go at? They're going to they migrate y'all tails back into the community. Or they're going to migrate y'all butts on the outskirts somewhere. Oh no, they can't shut the projects down. They got some they start shutting them projects down, building by building. Whenever somebody, whenever somebody with three hours rent on their late, late uh, uh, rent, they shut that bad boy down. 
because they may got their money from the state, right? But they, but you don't you don't pay me to that was that was not a bad thing. If your rent was twelve hundred dollars, you only had probably had to pay twenty five dollars on Section Eight for for your portion. People couldn't even come up with the twenty five dollars to pay their portion of the, of the Section Eight rent. So you got trifling people is. So they start shutting them bad boys down building by building until eventually they got rid of the old projects. But then they migrated people back into the community. And that's where that gal uh, moved to that house next door to me who tore that, who, who, who tore that fella house up. She came from them projects. They tore all the projects down and built a nice big high rise over there. So they got the golf course over there. got nice apartments where the projects was with, with what they call it, gentrification. <laughs> Gen- gentrification. You know what they, they, you know, they, 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 you know, they, they probably got a bunch of gay people in there now with arts and everything like that. I mean, hey, I'm telling you, man, gay people can decorate and they go take care of their stuff too. And when you, when you, and when, when you go, go to that old project area now, you got the nice little high rise on the lake. It smell like pepper, what they call this, a puppery? Peppery? <laughs> it called, smell like peppery going through there. I'll be riding with that one time, man, when I went back there. I was like, man, this used to be an old project. Boy, show smell good over here. I'm telling you, them gay people, boy, they, 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 they bring money. They bring money. They bring, they bring money. They bring creativity. And they don't mind coming into an area, regentification it. But I tell you what, all the people who live in that projects, they ain't in there now. That's why the place is beautiful now. Because see, when you had them, when black people had them projects, you had the opportunity to keep them projects up and maintain the projects. But the project turned into a bad place. See what I'm saying? Because you ain't take care of nothing. I'm just telling you this plain fact. You ain't take care of nothing. You don't take care of nothing. People ain't going to let you just sit down on no good land. They will see you sit down on no good land. They, you know, they will come in and get especially on no lake. And that girl, that girl who moved in that fella, that fella house, she came for the project. Like I say, six months. She had towed that guy's house up, hung them bad kids. Had fellas over there party and everything like that. She got out of there. I had to go over there one day. We bombed it. We had them roach bombs. We put roach bombs all through there. Man, let me tell you something. Had so many roaches in that house, man. Bombed with that. We bombed. We had to sweep them up in, in piles like it was a snow pile. I ain't, or, 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 or like a, a fall, like leaves pile. I'm serious. It was that many roaches in the house. That gorgeous was just nasty. Came from the project. Now, I'm not saying everybody in the projects was nasty. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying a lot of people that came from that environment was migrated back into the system on Section 8. Because they gave that Section 8 to get them out the projects, to get them into some of these rent houses. And some of these houses that the folks post couldn't sell, they gave them people on Section 8. Now, if your landlord bought a house on Section 8, he ain't live in the community, right? He lived out there in West Bloomfield somewhere, right? He ain't care. He could have run, you running you running the house that long as he was getting his money every month. But then when it's time to get people out of that now, he had now he had to pay all that money that he made to fix that house back up to rent out to somebody else. But see, again, I'm not mad at the people on welfare or people that's in the projects taking advantage of the system. You know, I know myself, I can't live in no projects around the world, around no the all no crazy stuff, man. I, I'm too scary. You know, I got I, I gotta work, get a job and pay as much money I can to live somewhere decent. I'm too scared to live in the projects or, 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 or no bad community like that. I just can't do it. If I got to spend 80% of, of, of my monthly pay just on rent or just, just on living somewhere nice or decent, I'm going to do that. Because I just can't fudge on that stress position like that. You know, people bring into your house. You can't come home. If you go outside, people mean mugging, you know, especially if you know you got a job. You, you, you don't know if your car going to be out there. 
Now y'all know I'm talking some real serious stuff, so don't be talking like, oh, he prejudiced, he, 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 uh, he Uncle Ruckus or something. Nope, I'm just giving the plain fact of stuff that I done seen. And I keep telling people, if you take care of your community, you ain't got to move out. And I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do, do a little talk on a thing called redlining. I'm going to do a thing on redlining. Let's do, I'm going to do a talk <coughs> excuse me, on redlining. You know, redlining was something. People say how bad it was. But look, man, I'm telling you this here. I've had rental property. You ain't got no job. I ain't renting to you. I tried that Section 8 thing. The money that I made on Section 8, I had to, had, to, had to pay when I got the people out to fix my house up, so I ain't make no money. I didn't make no money. I, personally, I wouldn't even get into the rent game. Because you just don't know people these days. If a person ain't got a vested interest in something, they ain't going to take care of it. That's what's called deposit. You, 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 you got to tell people to deposit. You got to tell them how to deposit too. Because they have to have a vested, vested interest. If they screw up, I'm keeping your money. If, 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 if you move out and I come in there and there's a stain on the floor, I'm keeping 500 at 1200 I got to clean that stain up, man. People, people don't, that's the only people who take care of something if they got a vested interest. And that's why I don't like what's going on today. Okay? I don't like what's going on today, and that's why we in this show, we in the day. Now, I know I always talk about this, this corona thing that we're going through. It's something else going on, which is something else is going on. But I'm not saying take this corona thing light. Because I have quarantined myself too. You know, if I go to work, I go work out, <clears throat> and I come home. You know, because, you know, you have to take it serious because it's supposed to take it serious. But at the same time, I tell y'all there's something else going on. See what I'm saying? Something else going on. But this welfare thing is, you know, all people I think should be getting welfare is old people who need it, right? If 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 uh, if if a woman if if a woman get divorced and she got kids she can't find a job she should be on welfare for two years. After two years she got to get off and it has to be an age limit too. Can't no gal eighteen years old get on welfare. If you eighteen years ago you're old 17, 16, 17, 18 years old you go out there you get knocked up. You shouldn't be getting no welfare. You young enough to go do something. Start your business sweeping the, sweeping the street or something. I'm, I'm against young people getting on welfare and you giving them money for welfare. I'm against Section 8 for young people. If you give a young girl 20 years old because she got a baby Section 8, she's going to have some food laying up there ain't paying rent and the whole community going to go down. That fool going to be playing rent all day, playing smoking weed and, 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 smoking weed and, and playing them all. Uh, them, them, uh, them, them games on Twitchy, Twitchy, them games, them Twitchy, them, them boys playing Twitchy. All day they play them games on, on, on any of them video games online or something like that. Twitchy, smoking weed, playing Twitchy all day. Ain't working. She ain't working. He ain't working. They gotta send the kids to school to get to get fed because she's so trifling. She on welfare. Huh? She on. You on Look, I'm saying, but you guys, you guys are on welfare, and I don't care what color you is. You guys are on welfare. You know what your job is, and you don't work. Your job is to get your tail up in the morning and fix that kid breakfast, fix them a good, healthy lunch, and send them off to school and clean britches. That's your job. When that kid get home, your job is to make sure that there's, a, there's some food waiting on that kid when they come home. You ain't doing nothing all day. It ain't like you're working. Right? You ain't in, 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 in that no good fella you got laying up there. He ain't working. He ain't making no money on Twitchy. Unless somebody paying pay, paying him something like pay, Patreon or something to play on Twitchy, 
So what you doing all day? You can't take care of your kids? Like with this little corona thing here. I was in the store. It just made me so sad. I'm in the store here, right? And the one lady, she was saying, the little white lady, she was saying, oh, I got to get up. Uh, now, school is out. They got the school. They got the kids all out of school. But she was saying, I got to get up in the morning because we got a program that we're starting, starting where we're going to feed the kids. I'm thinking to myself, what the hell? She talking about feeding the kids. So I'm just eavesdropping. Like, I am nosy. I'm eavesdropping. She was saying that, you know, the kids need to eat. These kids ain't eating at home. She was saying with, 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 with this virus thing going on, they're going to put a program, program together where in the morning the kids can come get a meal. Now that's the most trifling shit stuff I ever heard in my life. I'm thinking to myself, these kids got somewhere to lay their head at night, right? If they got somewhere to lay their head at night, that means that whoever the parent is should make sure it's a big doggone show that them kids got some food in the morning. You be telling me we go through this thing and these kids ain't getting no meals at home? But I bet you these parents getting welfare in Section 8. I bet you they is. And they can't feed their kids. But then you want me to feed, you want, you, you want me to feed your kids? Huh? The perception of raising taxes. Like I look at look at look at look at that thing on TV. This is the sense of time of year, right? The sense of time of year to think they, they got the kids on there. Like I tell you about them little dogs be crying, they say give us money and all that kind of stuff. And the kids on there saying, you know, report your census of how many people in your household. Because, you know, if you report the census, the census help the schools get more money. The census can help after school programs. The census can do all this kind of stuff. Census ain't doing nothing. They ain't doing nothing to fund none of them programs with no census. They ain't doing, just like they said, they said years ago about the lottery. They said the state lottery, if, if y'all if y'all implement a lottery, the lottery money is going to fix the school. Pay on your emotions. Ain't a dime of that money that went to the schools. Not a dime. Not one penny. Went to the schools, because if, if any of that lottery money, I see people buying them scratch-offs like 90 going north. Ain't none of that scratch-off money going to the schools. Because now you got you to gotta get up in the morning with this corona thing and go cook food for kids that, that's at home. Got to get up and come here and get some food, because at home they ain't got no food. But yet every first, every first of the month, you can go into Walmart. Go in the Walmart every first of the month, the first Saturday of the month. You see them in there with pajamas on, with three, four baskets full of food. And you know they ain't, you know they ain't got no job. Cause, cause some of the some of the, some of the people be big as a house. Ain't no way the heck big as a house. They got a dang old job. But they got three, four baskets, even the kids pushing baskets full of food. All kind of junk food. You go in the family dollar now. You go in the family dollar, they shopping that family dollar like it's Walmart, even for food. Family dollar and Dollar General, they, they got food in there now. Dollar General, Walmart, Dollar General and, 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 and Dollar General and Family Dollar. They selling food, you know, like, like it's puppies or something. And you know a lot, I'm looking, I'm looking at people with baskets for the food and Family Dollar and Dollar General. I'm like, I know that doggone food can't be too healthy for you. But to be honest with you, though, if it's a food shortage, you can eat whatever you want to eat. I eat it too if it's a food shortage. But I'm just saying, people shopping in these places. So you tell me, all these people got all these baskets of food, can get all this food, but all of a sudden, the kids ain't in school, they can't feed their kids. And they like they got jobs, a lot, a, lot of people, a lot of people can't go to work because they shut down, but they can't get up and feed their kids in the morning. What do, what do, what do people do all day? See, this is my only thing with welfare. I don't mind helping. I don't mind helping nobody, right? 
But I know people will take advantage of systems because that's what people do. Whether it's people who get the welfare or the administrations who's getting more of that welfare dollars. See, it's a two-pronged thing. So I'm not picking on just picking on people that's getting welfare. I'm picking on the administrator who's making more money, right, for welfare. You see what I'm saying? These are these administrators who fleecing the government too for that welfare dollar. Who getting rich off? It just, it, it just don't make no sense to me. Just don't make no sense to me. I mean, welfare has good intentions. Just like that old Yang boy, I think Michael Yang or something, that old that boy, that Asian guy who told him to run for president. Universal basic income. It's, it'll turn out just like welfare. People gonna abuse that system too. How you gonna get somebody twelve hundred dollars a month to do nothing? Hell, they already doing nothing. You ain't gonna give twelve hundred dollars to do more than nothing. What you gonna do? You gonna legal? You gonna legalize these drugs? Whatever you get twelve hundred dollars, what they they just gonna buy drugs with it? I'm not just kidding. I ain't gonna want to desensitize everybody. But you know, twelve hundred dollars that ain't doing nothing now. Now you gonna get twelve hundred dollars? Then you then the people that uh this out of that this out of work because of technology or something. You gonna get into what? What is twelve hundred dollars? Let me tell you something. During the American, during the Industrial Revolution, first I was reading about Industrial Revolution over in uh in Great Britain, right? When they when they brought the machines in, right? And they gain uh and people start losing their jobs. How yeah, it was a fight over there. People was actually fighting them unions. People was fighting to keep the machines out because the machines gonna take your job. Just like over here in America, Industrial Revolution over here, the same thing, right? People adapted. People adapted. People, people continue working. People adapted. So like if, if there's a technology thing, people will adapt. I guarantee you, if, if robots will take over, people still going to be working. People going to adapt. Because that's what people do. People adapt. The ones who don't adapt, you know what they do? They get taken out of the gene pool. And that's okay. That's okay taking a week out of the gene pool. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with taking a week out of the gene pool. But people adapt. People are, all people are resilient. People will always adapt. Always. And those who don't, they can take out the gene pool. Simple as that. But to just give somebody something, universal, universal basic income is just like welfare. You create another welfare. Matter of fact, why in the heck are you going to do a universal basic income? Don't even do that. You already got welfare. Just get people welfare. Universal basic income is, is, just, is just, just another polite word for welfare. You see what I'm saying? You creating a whole new uh, 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 bureaucracy when you create that universal now, now, now you got to hire these administrators to put over that program. So they got welfare. Now they got the universal basic income. You got to put somebody over that. So now you got all, yeah, and they got these more government entities running these programs, taking more money out of the system than it's giving the people. Huh? Get rid of that. You can just, just keep welfare. Keep welfare. I mean, my thing of it like this here. I, maybe I'm just crazy. Let me tell you something. If you, if people, some people getting welfare, right? If you paying young gals Subsidize you subsidizing young gals and they and and, and they and, and they and, and they babies with no baby daddy around. If you subsidizing them, right? Those communities that they live in should be clean. They should be clean. Cause like I say, you ain't got no job all day. What you doing all day? 
You should give them everything. People should be working. Your job is to sweep this hallway. Your job is to paint. Your job is... We just, you get free money when you, you, you know you know why the government get free money away like that? Because they, they, they can keep you down and they can keep you corralled in this one little area here, right? Since we got to get rid of redlining, right? We'll, 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 we'll control your resources, we'll control your world. We'll give you the least amount of money, right? So we always know where you at, right? You're going to be right here in this nasty projects and that's okay. Cause what's gonna happen is you gonna y'all gonna kill each other. The weak is gonna get gonna get filtered out the gene pool. The strong men or whatever gonna be there, and we'll just take them to jail. You see, we got private prisons for them. So we so we so we can we can exterminate all the weak people by keeping them here in the projects. Don't worry about getting a job. We're gonna keep minimum wage low, right? Because you what you're gonna look at, you're gonna say, well, if I go to work, I'm making this much. I'm making this much not for staying home on welfare, right? And uh, if I have to go to work, I'm gonna have to spend all this money on clothes to get the work, all the kind of stuff. So at the end of the month, I'll be making less if I go to work on welfare. So I just stay here on welfare. Maybe I get me a boy. Uh, maybe I get me a boyfriend that that, that sell medical marijuana. He got his own mar mar medical marijuana card. Cause because he got a bad back. You know, he 18, 20 years old. He got a bad back. So he got medical medical marijuana card. <laughs> boy, 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 boy! I tell you, welfare. Like I tell y'all, I ain't got nothing against welfare. I ain't got nothing against helping people. But people, if you're gonna, be, you know what? People gonna do what they gonna do. People is gonna people is gonna is gonna is, is gonna circumvent the system. Whether it's the poor people that's getting it, I mean the low people that getting it, or the high people who's implementing the system. But the thing about it is that, like I tell you again, control your resources will control your world. Now, I'm not talking about. You know, I'm not making this a race thing. We people need to stop making this a race thing. Them against us. They get, I get, they get. See, that's the whole thing right there. Keep keep people fighting against each other. They ain't looking at us. As long as they fight against each other, they ain't looking at us. Right? They're not looking at how much we policing the system for. Cause see, they down there fighting against each other. See what I'm saying? And they in the welfare office fighting against each other. They on the streets fighting against each other. They in the projects fighting against each other. They're in Section 8 housing fighting against each other. That's good. They're not looking at what we're doing. We're taking more, but they're not looking at what we're doing. And we keep right there, right? We keep them right there. And when they kill each other, we got this old, we got this place over here that we can send them to and make more money off of them. If they're spending $9 billion a year on welfare, they're spending triple that on privatized prisons. So, how you complaining about welfare? I'm just saying. The numbers speak for themselves. The numbers speak for themselves. Now, somebody asked me, well, how would you how, how would you fix a system? Well, fixing the system is like this here. Why do you wanna why would I want to fix fix a system? If I'm the rich man, why do I want to fix the system? Why do I want to fix welfare when it's serving a beautiful purpose? You don't fix something that's serving a beautiful purpose. Like I say, you want stuff in place if, if you're in charge 
that people ain't looking at you. Because like I say, too much time on people's hands make people think. I don't want to, I wouldn't, if I'm in charge, I don't want to fix the welfare system. And right now, you ask me what I do to fix the welfare system now, I don't know. I don't know enough about it to fix it. But I know how it's being abused. And I can't blame the people who per se abusing it. Because it's being abused from the bottom to the top, from the rooty to the tootie. It's being abused. And nobody care on the side of the folks who's in charge of the system because they abusing it more. And now you want to introduce this universal basic income. Come on. I don't understand it. We already giving people something, something for nothing on welfare and they can't feed their kids go to going to school in the morning. When I was a little fella going up in Louisiana, man, let me say summertime, my grandmother was up before the chickens. My grandma was up at six in the morning, every morning in that galley kitchen cooking breakfast. My, my grandmother was in that kitchen all day, a hundred over a hundred degrees with no fan in a galley kitchen from sun up to 4.30 in the afternoon. She made sure we had breakfast. She made sure when my daddy got home that we had, we had, we had dinner and we had supper. That was her job, to take care of her family, and she did that. And she fed a whole heap of us grandkids. And people here got two or three kids, can't get up in the morning and fix their doggone kids' food. Can't fix their doggone kids' nothing. That's my only thing with welfare. My thing is welfare with these young, some of these young folks out here that's on this thing here, and they ain't got no job, they ain't taking care of their kids. And then they got some fella up there laying up there, ain't doing a hoot nanny nothing. Ain't doing a hoot nanny nothing. Laying up there, he ain't got nothing. He's just laying up there on the system. And that tells me she don't want nothing, he don't want nothing. Then they pop out another kid and expect somebody else to pay for it. Now this just ain't no black thing now. Statistics show you this ain't no black thing now. This, this, is, this is across the board on the race thing. You get some people that come over here to this country, first thing they do, if they come over here illegal, first thing they do is what they do. They have a baby. Once they get over here, they have a baby. That means their baby is an American citizen. Then they have another baby. They have another, another baby. They may, they may still be illegal, but now they had three, four kids back to back. And them babies are America. And you know these American liberals, we're not going to send the parent back. They got kids. We're not going to do it. We just put you on welfare. I'm telling you, man, this system, this welfare system is something else, but let me tell you something. You know, with, with any system that you put in place to help anybody, it's going to be a lot of bad apples. And it's probably going to be more bad apples on there than good apples. But it's a system that we got. It ain't perfect, but it's a system that we got. Folks can't clean it up, but folks ain't going to clean it up. My thing of it is, don't, don't be implementing this universal basic health thing, because that's just like welfare. That's just in my opinion, all right? Now, look, now I'm going to get on out of here, man, and uh, get myself together here. But now, look, when you, what y'all what I want y'all to do is support your local cigar spot. Yeah, you get, go online or somewhere because it's Corona thing now. I don't want y'all going out nowhere. And you know what? I was talking to one of my cigar buddies today. He said something pretty interesting, and I didn't think about it, you know, because like everything going on with now with this self-quarantine thing here. You know, like even at the cigar spot, 
you know, occasionally one a couple guys go up there, but you know, he said he wasn't he wasn't gonna go up there for, until this thing kind of clear up because had some new guys came came with the cigar spot, and they you know we all kind of got our own you know chair our, our you know chairs that we sit in, and had a couple new fellas in and out his chair that we never seen before, you know, and a couple of them guys was coughing, so he 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 elected not to come up to the cigar spot because. You know, he don't want to sit in the chair because he don't know who's been in there. Especially when people being off work now. People being off work now, you know, they steady, they still going out to certain places. So now a couple of new people, some new people just finding a cigar spot. They want to come up there and hang out. So I think I'm going to do like him. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back off from the cigar spot, you know, until this thing cleared up. Because I don't know some of these new people who come to the cigar spot and they, and they sit, sit, you know, they sit in our space. You know, you don't know their background. You don't know what's going on. You know, you got to protect yourself. So I didn't think about that. So I'm myself here. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to just keep on doing my little token, you know, around here, around here, here, here the house, you know, when I get a little hanker for it. You know, some self-contained here. You know, I got my own little beautiful little place here. So uh, I think I'm going to do that, too. I'm not going to spend, spend too much time at the uh, cigar spot. I can probably go up there and get my little smokes and I'm gonna come on back home. Like I said, I won't be sitting in them chairs in that environment because I don't know these new these new people coming in, and then they, then they also say that I told me today that a lot of people leaving New York, leaving New York, coming down here, coming down here to Florida. You know, I mean, it was just to me, a lot, a lot of people infected with that Corona thing, and instead of keeping their butt in New York or California in their own state, they want to get in their car and they want to drive to sunny Florida or somewhere down here. They want to bring that mess with them. But if you, if you sick, stay where you at, stay where you at, and get here where you at. And then if you get healed, come to Florida. Don't come to Florida sick thinking you're going to get healed and infect us down here. Y'all stay up there. That's just my opinion, not the facts, okay? <laughs> but look, with the Corona thing, you know, y'all take, take it serious. Take it serious, self-quarantine. Stop buying up all the toilet paper. Ain't nobody do doing that much. You know, and toilet paper is not a necessity of life. You know, they're buying up all the food. Now, probably in the next couple of weeks or something, it's going to be a food shortage. I'm telling y'all, it's going to be a food shortage here because people are just going in and hoarding. They're buying up everything and hoarding. People have no consideration for anything. I was talking to the lady at the store today. I was talking to the lady today at the store, and, and we was, she, she was saying, but decided to pour toilet paper. People just coming up here, buying up everything. She said, she said, she said we got to put a quantity limit on everything now. She said, I went in the meat section. The whole meat section was almost depleted. She said people just people are just hoarding, hoarding food. That's the thing about Americans. We so we so gluttony. See, we so used to eating and having. You see, now it's scaring us to death. You know, I bet I hey look, I bet I bet I bet I bet I bet people loving my I bet people love my Santos now. I bet them I bet everybody complaining about these factory farmers now, y'all. I know them vegans complaining about. Cause I tell you about. I, I, I bet you a vegan eat some meat, a meat if it ain't if it ain't, if it ain't no vegetable on that shelf, won't they? See, I'm going to tell y'all, what I tell y'all all the time about folks is, see, when people ain't got nothing to complain about, that's when they start complaining. See, see, see everything, everything, with it. see, when we had abundance of everything, everything was fine. People complain about, I don't eat meat, or I'm on this diet, or I'm on that diet. Now people try to skip crazy, but everything they can find to, to put in their house, to cook, just in case something happened and ain't no food. People ain't worried about I'm a vegetarian or I'm a I'm a I'm a glucose or no glucose uh, gluten free. People ain't worried about that now. Ain't nobody talking about no gluten free. People, people, people buying up all the gluten they can find. Huh. Ain't that something? 
That what I call about two-faced people. You let there be a crisis. When there's a crisis, you can always tell what type of folks is. Always tell what type of people is when there's a crisis. Like I say, the vegetarians behind me. The doggone glucose, no gluten-free glucose people, they blind anything to get that they get on their hand. They ain't reading no cans. Just wiping the soul off. Not because they need it, because it's gluttony. Every day, gluttony. And the people who need it can't get it. Because the people with gluttony just buying up everything. Just just a mess. Just a mess how people have no consideration for folks during a time time like this here. Just hoarding. Hoarding, hoarding, hoarding. But look at that. I'm going to get on out of here now. I did I had my little my little rant on welfare and my little rant on this the on this looking on thing. I you know, now this 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 is the time when you see how people really are. See, America ain't, ain't been ain't been through nothing like this since 1918. You know, we've had some other situations that we've been through. But see, now with these people these days who ain't never experienced in the last 20 or 30 years, 40 years, who ain't never been through nothing. You know, ain't never been through nothing. Ain't never been through no hard times. Everything just been easy for us. <laughs> Everything been easy for us. Ain't never been through no hard times. Now they kind of feel a little bit, but you know what? If it get worse, people gonna really feel it. People gonna really feel it. Like I say, all the people who be people who got a high, mighty opinion about everything, about what type of food we eat, about this, about they ain't complaining now. Everybody trying to hoard up everything. You see what people are when times like this come. I just sit and I watch them. I watch them. I knew. I knew. I knew something like this was coming. I watch them. It's a shame. Because people these days are just so weak. I remember this one podcast guy, he was saying, I wonder what's wrong with our society today is that we just ain't, we just ain't never been through nothing. People can complain about everything because we've had, we've had no challenges. You know, we've had no friction to bump against. Everything's just so easy for us. We, we, can, we, 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 we can talk about companies like Monsanto's genetically modified fired, uh, corn or whatever. I bet you love, love some genetically modified corn now, right? If there's a corn shortage, you hungry, won't it? People complain about factory farming. We should be eating meat. <laughs> I, bet, I bet there's a food shortage. <laughs> you, you, you'll knock that call off, won't you? You eat that meat, won't you? You won't be running around here trying to try, uh, uh, because, uh, lettuce and vegetables and all that stuff take, take, take too long to grow. And you ain't going out here buying no, buying no, uh, what they call that, meat alternatives or whatever like that, whatever that stuff, because that stuff take too long to make, chemically processed. So what you vegetarians gonna do? Y'all go out there and eat grass? You go out there and eat hay? But you, but yeah, you complain about all this kind of stuff. What you gonna do when there's a food shortage? What you gonna eat then? Huh? Caterpillars? That's me. Fish? You, honestly, you, y'all going out there fishing? No matter what, fish is still meat. It's an animal, ain't it? This, which, this, these are times like here that you really see what, what people are. This, what you see, what type, and let me see, you ain't really seen nothing yet. If it get worse, you really gonna see what people is like. See, times like this right here, supposed to bring a country together.
We Americans. We Americans. People supposed to be helping one another. People supposed to be looking out for one another. First of all, we look out for our old. Second of all, we look out for the, the little youngins. We got to look out for one another. But yeah, what we doing? We trying to hoard up everything. Buying the stores out. Depleting the stores. Trying to get what somebody else ain't got. And then we get home. Then we get home and eat everything up in one day. And you back at the store the next day. Cause see, we so we we we, we want to hoard up everything, but we want to eat like it's normal. We don't want to eat like we conserve. We want to eat like we hoarding. We hoarding up everything. It's a funny thing. But look, I'm gonna get on out of here now. Y'all heard my mouth long enough. But look, like I tell y'all all the time in life, y'all take care of everybody out there. But more importantly, y'all take care of y'all self first. All right now.